What's good, people? We are the Blasian Circle. Three married couples made up of six friends who share in the experience of being in Black and South Asian interracial marriages. It's a circle of unity and trust where we share our thoughts and lived experiences. Come join our circle. Welcome to another Blasian Circle. Um, so as you can see, it's just the girls. Just the ladies. So yep. it's the girls' takeover today. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Um, so we're going to talk about like something that I that I, I think we've all kind of, we've all gone through. Um, and we thought, well, do you know what? We're going to keep this a girls' only thing. And obviously mm-hmm. the guys will come up um, soon and have their kind of point of view on it as well. So um, for anybody watching, there is two parts to this. Um, but today we're going to talk um, about can you love your culture and marry outside your race? Um, I know, Uh-oh. I know. That's <laughs> a hot one, actually. It is, it is. And so I guess um, the premise of the question is that where we've all married outside of our race, can we still love our own individual cultures that we've come from? Um, and so that's what we're kind of going to crack open today um, and just have a bit of a discussion around it and kind of like debunk anything that doesn't really make any sense and just kind of I guess explore it in a a bit more detail in Mm. our own individual experiences Mm. as well so yeah okay so let's start this then so guys this is going to be an obvious question that everybody watching is going to be like okay well if you love your culture so much Mm. like why did you marry outside Mm. of your race Mm. so how do you Anna justify that comment if Mm. anybody was to make it to you if justify that comment what do you mean so I guess if somebody, how can you love your culture? Oh, if I was, to, how do how yeah, I answer like that how would you answer this? Because somebody's going to be like, well, if you love your culture, why yeah. did you marry somebody outside of your uh, race? For me, it's a very simple answer, which is that the packaging that my partner comes in <laughs> yeah. um, is not congruent with my cultural identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that if I'm all about my culture, I, I, I need to follow a very strict set of criteria, including marrying someone who, who belongs to that community. Okay. I, I, I just don't buy into that belief. Why do you think people do buy into that belief? <sighs> this, is how, <laughs> this, is, this is a very small yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that, um, so again, all, the three of us from South Asian community. Yeah. Um, I think that there are very strict beliefs around what it means to be South Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of pressure to stick within those boundaries yeah. mm-hmm. as well. So I think that there's there's this, you know, I, I, how do I say? It's, it's sort of, a, it's a social construct, this idea of, you know, the South Asian identity Mm. and so so what I understand that to mean is it this isn't something that's you know based on based in objective reality yeah it's something that as humans we agree on it this subset of humans and therefore that makes it real Mm. um and so you know I and 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 there's no room for questioning yeah you know so so people like us come along and actually we challenge that yeah um and it brings up all the right questions yeah so so actually you know as 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 (laughs) As I was, I, you can't see, but I'm doing sort of air bunnies. <laughs> as, this is what as, exactly um, as ignorant a question as it is. Yeah, I'm glad it's asked. Yeah, because I, I think it it it, mm. it brings up all the right conversations. Yeah, agreed. Mm. How, how about you, Riz? Um, I think you can 
as much as yes we have oh sorry as much as yes we have married outside of our cultures i think that doesn't negate us not loving our own cultures mm. um i do love my own culture for sure without a doubt um so yeah, that's kind of my standpoint. Yeah, mm. I think much the same. I think um, your culture is what you've been brought up with mm. and that's what you are. Um, just like, you know, I don't know, if I liked something else, you you wouldn't mm. say that that diminishes the thing that I like. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And so I don't know why we make race such a big issue around or our cultural identity, mm. it, it make it such a big issue that if you don't, do the same thing that means you that you love your culture less yeah um and I think that's such a really bizarre way of thinking because we I don't think we I don't think we really think about it about anything else or very yeah. few things yeah um other than race so yeah it's a really it's a really bizarre one and I'm like I say I think it's really important to have the conversation because I think people you can kind of perpetuate this mindset without anybody ever thinking about it and yeah. I think mm. we've all kind of grown up in that where these are the kind of things that were said and they were said and when you were younger there was no space to question it there was no yeah. need to question it mm, yeah. but I think now that we found ourselves on the other side it's a bit like well actually how does that how does that work exactly yeah um yeah and so absolutely. I think yeah so I think that's quite uh, and like I say it's really important that we're kind of having that conversation mm. um I guess that I guess that kind of leads me on quite nicely into the to the next point which is do you feel for you Riz less mm -hmm. Pakistani as a result of being in a Blasian mixed heritage mm, no. relationship, marriage? No, I, I don't at all. I th oh, sorry. Um, I don't at all, actually. Um, I feel like I'm still experiencing my culture. And that's through many ways. Like at the moment, one of the things I'm really enjoying is cooking. Mm. So right now I'm making all the recipes that my mum cooked. Because cool. growing up, it was very much, she'll cook and she'll have us out the kitchen. So I never knew how to cook. Which is a bit silly because, yeah. like, in Asian household, that's like, the first thing you <laughs> teach your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's been a really good, that's been a really fun thing that I'm doing at mm. the moment. Mm. Um, I very much speak Punjabi to yeah. the point I speak Punjabi to my husband. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I speak Punjabi to anyone I'm comfortable with. Mm. Um, Even if they don't understand, and I'm testament yeah. to that. <laughs> <laughs> I will still speak it. She's um, like, did you understand that? I'll be like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand it. But it's, I, and I think also, like, size also picked up where the yeah. half that is. Um, he speaks in Punjabi because he's picked up on certain words, yeah, so he's, he's able to construct that. even so, small sentences. Um, so from that aspect, definitely not. And I think also there's still some connection I have to some of my family still. Mm. And having that engagement with, like, especially my mum, who I speak Punjabi with mm. still, um, that still, that presence still being there, yeah. I still feel 100% Pakistani, yeah. if not even more, because now I'm doing things I wouldn't have done before. Mm. And I think now appreciating certain things of my upbringing. Yeah. It just makes I feel more I, I feel more identified, or just still more Pakistani for sure. Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. Mm. Um, because actually, I have the opposite view to that, mm. um, and I think for me, as a result of being in a Blasian relationship, I feel like I've lost part of my cultural identity, mm. um, and that's been actually one of the toughest things I think I've faced in this marriage, um, and just generally in the kind of 
going through this process because I think for me a lot of my cultural identity was very much linked to my family mm. um so you know whether it was if we're you know going to a wedding or going to mosque or anything like that it would be like kind of dressing up and I haven't worn like shirar mm. or anything like that for a really long time and I miss that because I'm not able to express it mm, in the yeah. same way that I was that I did before um I think the other thing that I find really challenging is, um, so Urdu is obviously my, is what I, is like my mother tongue. Mm. And now it's a lot more, um, I find it much more difficult to speak it. So I'm, I'm still fluent, but it takes me, I have to think about what it is I'm saying now. Whereas before you would kind of just roll off your tongue. Why is that? Is that because you're not using it as much? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So because I'm not having conversations regularly with people yeah. who speak that, that same language, like with anything, if you don't use yeah. it, it becomes, it doesn't, you don't, you don't, if you don't use it, you kind of lose yeah. it, that type yeah. of thing. Yeah. And I think that's definitely what's happened where I don't feel that I have, it takes me longer to express myself or find ways like and then I have to use some words of English because like I can't and I got lost mid-sentence which mm. is really really bizarre because I never would have thought actually that that's would have been one of the things that mm. I would experience because I just thought of course like I'm fluent in Urdu so that's just my language and mm. that's what it is but actually because I don't speak it as often there is this kind of like hesitation now and a slight mental block and kind of communicating mm. um so yeah so I think for me my the way that I expressed my cultural identity was very much through my family mm. um and now that they're not around they're not in my life uh, obviously I have, I have contact with some people but kind of I'm not in the family fold anymore. Yeah. Um, that level of cultural identity that I once, that I that I had, that I was very comfortable in, that I enjoyed, mm. um, I no longer have that. And that's actually quite, that's, that's definitely been one of the hardest things to deal with. Mm. And it's, and you don't even realize actually when it when it kind of hits you. So Sam and I went to like um, I think we just went to like Dorset for for the weekend and um, for his birthday, and uh, we were in a hotel, and I saw this Pakistani family sitting having breakfast, and me and Sam were just sitting on the bench, and I just saw them, and it was just I just instantly just burst into tears yeah, that, because it was like yeah. seeing that, and it's yeah. like oh gosh, I don't I don't have that, I don't yeah. identify in wow. that way that doesn't that is that is not my normal anymore and so that's mm. so for me I definitely think mm. like you kind of yeah there's a there's a there's a, a hole in there somewhere where mm. I don't think my identity is is changed completely now for me wow. yeah wow do you know what that's reminding me of it's taking me back to so it's linking back to the first question mm. I never saw myself actually ever get married mm. it was just like I definitely wanted kids I yeah. felt like I was very maternal I had younger siblings sorry I'm speaking away I definitely didn't see myself getting married when I was younger but I wanted kids mm. um but then when I was in a relationship with Sai it was like very much like okay I do actually that's the point I wanted to get married and now it's taking me back to like the wedding day like preparing mm. going clothes shopping yeah, going to yeah. Southall yeah, yeah like the jewelry shopping yeah. Like all those, and for me, for, I never, obviously I, I never had a vision of getting married, but when it was that time I need, I'm going to actually get married, I had this vision that I'm going to do it with my heritage clothes. Mm. Um, so I wore Lenga. Yeah, yeah, and I remember yeah. you, you picked your clothes. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, I know, because I, I actually found what you did quite interesting because for your wedding, you wore like the main uh, walking down yeah. the aisle, you did it with a Lenga. And actually that's a really good way. Because yeah. obviously in my wedding, I wore a white wedding dress and then I changed afterwards. Yeah. But I really, 
found it really interesting the way that you did it because you actually did bring very much your culture mm, mm, um, mm. within that within that yeah. kind of I guess within the framework of it being in a different setting than what you yeah. would normally have. So yeah, no, that was yeah, it was it was good. But I think it's bittersweet though at that time. Mm. Yeah, it was just like yeah, you want to wear the things, the clothes that you identify and you're proud of wearing. And it's beautiful, mm, like the, fa- mm. the the sequences, the fabric, yeah. everything is gorgeous. And I remember like, you would have done it. You would mm. have picked out all the textures and yeah. the colours and yeah. all the rest of it. But it was bittersweet because you want to be doing those experiences with your family. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's quite sad. Mm, mm. Yeah. How yeah. about you? Um, the original question was. <laughs> sorry, was, we went off somewhere else. Why, yeah. Sorry, I, I took it off no, topic no, no, a bit. Good. It just went in a different so detail. Do you feel less? Do I feel less? Yeah, yeah. Um, Asian. Um, no, <laughs> is the honest answer. I don't. Yeah. Um, now again, my situation um, is different because you know I still have complete full access to my family, which um, the two of you don't. Um, I, 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 I don't feel any any less Asian Sri Lankan. I don't, mm. you know, I didn't see me being married to DJ or to, or to a black man um, as being a threat to my cultural identity. Mm. And, but it's really interesting actually hearing what the two of you say because what it reminds me of is, so how you were saying, Riz, about actually like now that you're married to Sai, it's like your Pakistani like identity is even more stronger mm. and whereas for you Zaki you see, it's, you see it as being sort of diluted mm. and it's interesting because what it reminds me of is when I go to um I've, we've got family in Canada when I go to um when I go to Canada mm. either my accent beca- is becomes more thicker British <laughs> or it starts getting a yeah. bit like American yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think that's that it's, it's interesting what you know what your environment can, yeah. can bring out of yeah. you um so no I, I absolutely don't I love wearing saris mm, it's like mm. I just I have a problem with buying saris <laughs> like, anytime I see something I'm like yes I already have yeah, 10 yeah. black saris but I need another, <laughs> another one. one yeah absolutely um love the food mm, I often yeah. talk uh to or at DJ in my mother tongue <laughs> that, that yeah. which I thoroughly enjoy I, I highly recommend it for resolving <laughs> conflicts in, in marriage um <laughs> So no, I, yeah, as, as, as I say, I, 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 I but I, but I recognise that actually, I haven't lost anything. Yeah, you know, I, I've got complete access to the community, mm. complete access to my family, and I think accessibility is actually a really big key mm. in mm. in your cultural identity. Yeah, um, definitely. So no, very strong no mm. from me. Mm. I, I think you're you're right in terms of accessibility because you know um, Sam and I will often have this conversation around, um, you know, uh, no, but you know you can you can do something, you can impact it, or you can do something, and I get it, and you can, and you can try to to, and I do, tr- we do try, and mm. he's he's really good, you know, in trying to kind of like, um, you know, if it's Pakistan's Independence Day, like we went to some tea place in like Wembley somewhere and it was really nice and he'll make the effort to do it and it is lovely Um, and I think he's very conscious and very aware of that Um, but I think it's still I don't know how to describe I think you know when you're immersed in something Mm. it's very different so right now it's like you have pockets of it and you can engage with it but you're not um, kind of immersed in it um and because i guess accessibility is something that you when you don't have it um it becomes very it becomes very challenging and it, and it becomes very difficult to replicate as well i think Absolutely. um yeah. because uh i guess my cultural 
kind of understanding and identity has very much come from my family mm. and so when you don't have that to then somehow formulate a new one it's mm. really uh, it's really hard it's, it's really very hard. difficult yeah. isn't it, to engineer yeah yeah I mean uh, who do you speak to in order to I don't do. know like what, like what do I do yeah totally, yeah totally um but I think you you know you do try like I watch a lot of Pakistani dramas so I try to build up my Urdu through this way because I'm like I need to find a way yeah. um but yeah like and I also recognizing that in our situations it's painful sometimes yeah. right you know particularly in your in your situation mm. Zaki where as you say you know you've you're out of your family fold yeah. yeah actually it's quite painful because you know something that's really important in all of this is actually the way you are perceived yeah mm. you know so it's not necessarily people go oh yeah she's one of us you know just, yeah when people see who you're with and whatever, you know, actually you all, that, that access right is revoked quite yeah. quickly. Yeah, mm. very quickly because you're not, because you're then seen as being different. Exactly. Um, and I think that's what, well, that's at the, best. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> different yeah. at best. At best. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's the PG version of yeah. how, how people see us. So yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is, it is a really tough one. And I think it's just something that we have to, mm. uh, yeah, I, I guess manage, be aware of. I mean, like when we think of the future and stuff, mm. Um, mm. gosh, I think that was like a, a line from Friends, but didn't mean it to be. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> do you know why that was you a You've been fixated on Friends today. I love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, do, do you guys have any, I guess, concerns in terms of how mm. do you keep or maintain or uh, in, reinforce, enforce kind of your own cultural um identities within kind of the future so when you have kids and and all of that what happens then because obviously we're now you know there's two cultures here how do you kind of merge those together I mean how do you see that working Mm. this is this this is a a tough one Mm. Actually, because it's so straightforward for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, girls. That's okay. <laughs> but it is, but it is, you know, because mm. the, the fact of the matter is, is that even if I was with someone who came from the exact, you know, town that my parents came from in Sri Lanka, yeah. I don't think it would look any different in okay. terms of my, my children and um, the, the, the exposure that they would have to the Asian community. Mm. Um, I think that... The only the only thing, and we, we spoke about this in one of our cultural differences episodes. I think the only thing for me is is balance. Mm. You know, I, I think that that is something that I'm extremely aware of. Mm. So, for instance, something that I was talking to DJ about it this this week actually is we eat a lot more Asian food at home mm. than we do African food. Yeah, and actually that's that's also just because uh, like I like. I, we just you just don't tend to see many African restaurants yeah. where we're yeah. from in our neck of the woods. Um, so it's those sorts of things that I think actually, like I, I, I want to ensure that we are doing our part mm. to um, create a balanced and equal environment at home. Mm. Do you know what that looks like to you? Um, I, for me, I think the marker for success mm. is that our children would know how to move in both environments, mm. that yeah. they would feel at yeah. ease, that mm. they wouldn't feel uncomfortable mm. in either one. Mm. Yeah. Um, because you do often hear that, and it's because we all grew up in single culture yeah. homes. But you, so for some of my mixed race friends, you know, some of them, you do hear it very clearly, I am more comfortable on the white one. side or on the black side, mm. okay. whatever that is. Um and I've got a few friends who are half white, half Asian. Okay. And actually, 
all of them say that they are more comfortable with their white side of the mm. family. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Why, why do you think that? Do you think that's because the white side is more accepting than the Asian I side? I think it's because if when I look at their parents, um, the Asian side just doesn't isn't just isn't really uh, like bothered frankly about wanting keeping. to engage with yeah, them yeah yeah okay. exactly it's just not something that 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 they are very much engaged in themselves mm. so their parent their, their children mm. don't have any any do you, uh, exposure do, do you think that's do you think there's a language barrier that comes in that though so mm. and I, I say that because like generally a culture that doesn't have so imagine like for south asian cultures they're very um very insular in some ways but actually they are very unique because obviously they will have their own language they'll have you know their own dress sense all of that kind of Mm. stuff and i guess if you have been brought up into into uh, an interracial couple and then Mm. as a result a byproduct of your children and they don't speak that language Mm. do, do you think that kind of restricts their interaction within the Asian culture? From my perspective, no. Oh, okay. But that's interesting. Our, our, the, South, the Sri Lankan community is nowhere near as insular as the Pakistani yeah, community. Yeah, that's also true. Mm. And, uh, like, you know, so I, I, I can speak Tamil, but not very fluently. Mm. But I'm more than happy moving in a, in a wedding and not having any problems communicating with people. Mm. So okay. I, I, don't, I don't think language okay. is, is much of an issue. But I go to weddings. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, so, yeah. and so actually I have like, the, the uh, continuous contact yeah. mm. with the community. And I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the people that I, I was just referencing, you know, it's quite clear that the Asian side of the family or, mm. or, or all of the parents' friends are whites, for instance. Right, okay. So actually where, so where do they interact with yeah. it? Exactly. So it's your yeah. environment mm. then. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And that's why, you know, I really rate Sam mm. for anytime he identifies an opportunity he's like oh yeah you know Pakistani yeah. let's get yeah, let's get let's going go. yeah you know yeah, that's really will. cool because you need both parties yeah. it, it can't be a one-sided effort you need both no mm. and, I, and I think it's I think it would be unfair for yeah, the, for them yeah, the, because, because they are, they do form part of both cultures and I think it I think that's where that's how that's how both of their parents are and I think that they should be a reflection of that and 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 that becomes and a part of that becomes that you have to then interact with it in a way mm. do you do you have any concerns in terms of how mm. the future looks like yeah for you? I think it's it's not the Blasian relationship that I'm concerned it's more the cost of being in a in in, in a relationship like that um so for me it's and, and I would say that it's more the and that that comes up with the disapproval of my family not accepting me for my choice of what mm. I've done yeah. or well, of my decision. Um, and that would directly impact my children in mm. the future, which is sad yeah. on both yeah. sides, I didn't, I didn't Actually, that's a really good point because I never yeah. actually thought of that actually, yeah. as being a concern. The hidden, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the knock-on effect. Yeah. Mm. Would you call it a hidden cost? It's an obvious concern cost. or like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Something I mean, that's, that's going something to impact the touch. future. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we're going to touch on later with a hidden cost, um, but not to get too much into that. And I think because essentially that there, there's, there's that kind of detachment, there's no involvement from my side of the family. Mm. It's going to leave that responsibility to, onto me yeah. to then make sure that I still continue that heritage of my culture so mm. something still lasts something still goes on yeah um and that is daunting because it's just me one person yeah yeah that's a big and responsibility it's not like i've got another asian husband and um, alongside us or both <laughs> <laughs> it's 
be Thank Punjabi. Goodness. We'll be relieved to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, his name is Sai, so can he sometimes yeah, mistake him for yeah, being Indian? So. <laughs> yeah. um, and also, I think just on a practical level, I'm even thinking just out there now, is childcare. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And now that I'm at the stage of my life, I'm also um, expecting, I'm currently pregnant. So excited for ablation. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have a little addition to this group. We will. Um, I think it's not having that support from my sisters mm. who have already have their own children and my mum. And, and that's really hard to be in that space mentally because I would love to have that conversation with my mum of ha- what she went through, what are the tips and it's just that's it's just having someone that's done the journey mm-hmm. and it just makes you feel like not necessarily at peace but just that you've got you've got you're equipped there's more and, and there's and and then you know what's coming ahead mm-hmm. of you mm-hmm. um i'm still a, a couple a, a while till or not too long but till my due date but just getting closer to that it would be so helpful mm-hmm. to have that mm-hmm. conversation with my yeah. mum along the way um i'm at that and i have had i think um and pregnancy also brings another element of emotional um aspects to it because as soon as you're pregnant i think you recognize like your parents and what what your mum would have gone through Mm. what she would have felt um and it gives me that longing urge to just feel like i wish i could just have a conversation about it um so there's a dis- in- internal desire to connect with your mom on a different level to mm. what you had before um because obviously you're going to obviously be a mom yourself and it makes me appreciate my mom because all of what I'm going through my mom's gone through yeah. for for me and I didn't recognize that before and I think that's a beautiful relationship that can even be more evolved mm. um I get on well with my mom but it's just so sad. It's so limited because you've got this thing in the way because I've made this decision. I can't now have this conversation and that support's not there. And I've accepted it, which, you know, it's it's, it's hard. Mm. Um, but you, I am also just being realistic at the same time. So I think from that standpoint, it's really, that's so really, tough. really, really hard, that actually. Is, really that is, actually. Um, yeah, that's, that's hard. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I didn't really even think when I when when we when we were going through this and prepping through this, I didn't even mm. really think of that actually. Um, Just to add to that, I think it's also like now that I'm thinking so much more about that next phase of where me and Sai are. It's like little things. It's like your parents sort of that like sharing the stories to your kids when they're a bit older. Mm. Oh, your mum used to do this. Or you know things like that. Mm. It's just like it's now. I didn't think of it before, but yeah. now. I am, is those little things that yeah. that have a big effect yeah. really, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah. just Yeah, so yeah, that that's that that's that's a really hard thing to digest. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Family's so important and particularly and as you yeah. say, when you're thinking about the next generation coming up. Like I would be devastated to think that my children wouldn't know my mum and my dad would, mm. and they're just living, you know, in yeah. the same <laughs> yeah. you know, in the same country. country. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think mm. A lot of our identities, for sure, are our families. 100%. And when yeah. you bring something of your own that you birthed and brought into this world, you want to connect it with yeah. something of your own mm. that mm. that you've, you've lived and breathed with for mm. a long time. You want time. to share it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and, and the fact that 
those things can't link your child can't link with your own other identity of your family it's just it's just a bit um i can't think of a, a word without swearing <laughs> so i would it's a head trip yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah gosh yeah yeah. I'd, yeah yeah it's it's tough and i think like when I when I think about this one of the and I didn't even think of it this way because I think obviously you're you're kind of going through that transition your mm. period in your life and it, this is a completely new experience and you don't even know um the feelings that you'll feel until you kind of go through it and I think obviously that's because you know you don't really think about it until you're mm. kind of in the position um I think for me that the concern is that I'm worried and this has always been a bit of a worry mm-hmm. for me is I think language is really important mm-hmm. um I think it connects you in a way that to your culture that is more, I think it connects you in, in, in a very different way in my, in, in my opinion. And I think for me, you know, I've often thought about how am I going to teach my children Urdu mm. <laughs> because I really want them to, to learn it. Um, and honestly, I, I'm, I'm so serious about it. I think I'm just going to get some kind of like language coach or something. Like, but I'm why do, do you something. see that as an obstacle? I know you mm. said that you're a little bit rusty, but that's... Yeah, I think because I don't know why I see it as an obstacle. All I know I, I do because obviously Sam doesn't speak Urdu. Yeah. And so therefore, you know, when we were young and you, I'm sure, we, you know, when mm-hmm. we were babies, that's all we spoke. spoke. Like, that was it. There was never a concern yeah. that we'd ever have to speak English or English was ever going to be a problem or anything like that. Mm. So it was always about just that kind of single language. And then obviously mm. when you went to school, then it was fine. Then yeah. you can, yeah. you picked up, then you picked up English. Whereas now, again, it's what Riz was saying about having the sole Um, responsibility of trying to teach this child Mm. a language that you yourself are not as um in 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 contact with Mm. um I just think it's the it's just the responsibility of it seems so big to me that I'm worried that I won't be able to fulfill it I think that's Mm. what it is that makes sense yeah and also the other part the other side to the coin is that um speaking Urdu in the fam in the home with your children mm. is actually a separator from Sam yeah as well yeah, yeah. and that's an, that's another aspect of it as mm. well because mm. you know in one of the other episodes that we were recording um with um you and um Sai and Riz were talking mm. about how actually like the Pakistani um identity or theme mm. is a lot stronger in your home mm. but actually if that became even more so that your children can like fluently speak, <laughs> speak Punjabi, the language yeah. speak. you know that again it's like it how, how does that make him feel yeah yeah, yeah. You know? and, I, and I think that it's yeah. like in in every decision that you make you've always, yeah. always got to be thinking about yeah. the family union yeah exactly and the unity that, that yeah. needs to come between you all I wouldn't want it to be a, a thing where the child is speaking Punjabi and I was as well and then Sai was just like the third wheel or <laughs> didn't know what was even being said yeah and but then but then does that mean that you don't do it because just because Sai hasn't done it mm yeah Does I see what you mean, mean you I, 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 I still should do it mm. but I think you touched on something earlier it was having the right balance yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's uh, going to be impossible I'm sure it isn't but it'd be nice to have size mother tongue as well yeah and, but you know this is the other thing as well because we recorded I think it was the cultural differences part two uh-huh. we were talking about language mm. and it's funny because one of the things that I was thinking about off the back of that 
mm. was the amount of pressure that we can put on our children yeah. Yeah. to satisfy our own yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because you know what? And I, over lunch, I was I was telling you guys about actually I used to have speech difficulties yeah. when I was mm. younger. And the first thing, because I had a Hindi babysitter, my parents spoke Tamil at home and then I was speaking in English at school. Mm. The first thing the doctor said to my parents was only speak in English now. Oh, right. Mm. Okay. Because it was very confusing for a child yeah. having to navigate yeah. three different yeah. languages. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's like, you've also got to, and I always say this, and I, I think I don't frame it properly, yeah. but I think it's like, we need to do the work to to be at peace yeah. at, mm. before any children come along. Agreed. Yeah. So that we're not, because actually a lot of what we're talking about is as much, balance is important. I'm not just saying that, not, that mm. that's not true, but I think we have to be careful about projecting our yeah. baggage yeah oh yeah. I, I agree i think there is this you know you you don't you don't want to create these children as some kind of perfect image of both cultural parts and because they they, they will have their own personality and yeah. they will have their own mm. i think for me i want to be like you said riz i think for me it's important to share the culture and for them to identify um for me the identity is very important and i think more so because i think i don't feel that close to my own identity in terms of the yeah. Pakistani identity I think how important it is to be but I, I guess they wouldn't really know any different to what we would teach exactly. them and, and it's exactly. to try and keep them you know stable within what we with, with, with what we teach without having to impose our own um, desires and, th- and that's yeah. that's you know that is something that we I guess we have to manage with everything absolutely you know? yeah, yeah. absolutely because mm-hmm. I, I find it really interesting because I mean not so much with the two of you mm-hmm. but certainly with some of our male counterparts <laughs> They don't speak the language themselves. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. And it makes me I go, love that. What bit. is that about? Because I and, and again, yeah. I think it's that same thing of, yeah. of trying to retain our sense of identity. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But we haven't done it ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. But now yeah. the children have got to do yeah. it. Yeah. And then now there's another person and another community <laughs> yeah. and another culture. Yeah. Um, but, so, but I see it another way though. Anna. Is it, is it, isn't it that they've actually recognised that because they, they don't speak it, they've seen how important it is for their, for their children to, to speak it? Yeah, mm. but again, that's their own independent like observation, right? Like I, th- mm. I don't, I think that like okay so just because i i'm like do you know what it's really important to know about geography right so our children need to know everything mm. about geography i mean that's just something that that's a conclusion mm. that i've reached yeah i think what's important is to give them the opportunity yeah for me that is key yeah, but what i would hate is for like oh gosh you know our children aren't speaking tamil yeah. and Yoruba and you know all yeah. the other dialects from asia and yeah. africa it's just like guys like come on yeah. like yeah. you know you because you, you think you're gonna you're gonna no, not you're going to, sorry. But you can potentially create a lot of problems for a child yeah. when, you're, when you're throwing this level of stuff onto yeah, them. Yeah, I agree. And I think, mm. I think you have to be very clear about what you're, you're kind of projecting and, and what you're, and what you're intending mm, exactly. to do. So, yeah. So, I think, yeah, like, well, uh, Riz, you're, you're first up. So, hopefully, you can give us yes. loads of tips by the Take time you're it. <laughs> You'll be able to be like, okay, so, so what is this? How you're, how you're going to navigate this? So, one thing I just wanted to add yeah. there quickly is... Um, just thinking about this question now the other thing I'm concerned about is not necessarily myself it's more so my family like especially my parents Mm. they're getting older Mm. and I think more than anything like COVID brought it home for me of how fragile Mm. and you know high risk my family my parents are especially my mum and it's like now at the stage of my life if that relationship does not go any further or I don't have that link with my parents there's that concern in the future of their well-being. Yeah. Um, 
And I'd very much mm-hmm. want to be there. To, mm. Sorry, I've moved your mic. That's right. I'd very much want to. I, I want to be there and be mm. active to help them. And I think that's 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 the other part of this actually that yeah. you can't fulfill your cultural duties to some degree. Mm. The things that you would are you the things that you would do naturally as an Asian like a Pakistani daughter, a, a Tamil yeah. daughter, like yeah. you're unable to fulfill those kind of duties, and that's that actually. It is very challenging because mm. you have a role to play yeah. and you can't play it and you want to and you're very aware of it and you can see that life is kind of moving on and going on but you just can't do anything mm. to and and it's those types of things because the thing is you you're still you've still grown up in that culture right you understand still what your responsibilities are mm. but you can't you yourself can't it's 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 weird because you know you have a responsibility but you just can't mm. act on it mm, mm, mm. it's tough it's tough yeah it's not something I've got my head around yet but I hopefully I'm hoping that yeah I would still be able to be there yeah yeah yeah, that that's something it's it's within me to want to do yeah Yeah. um and I think as all but growing up in Asian homes the thing it's always this you know you look after your parents when they're older because they've done a lot lot of the hard work Mm. not that you're you're expected to not not no expected to but it's just a thing that you'd Absolutely, want to yeah. do. You yeah. want to do it. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is, is that you want to do it. It's yeah. not an obligation. It's something that yeah. you're, it's from a very young age that you're yeah. kind of taught that responsibility um, yeah. and that thing. So I guess like I wanted to kind of conclude with thinking like, how do you, I mean, is, is there parts of you that now actually appreciate parts of because sometimes I know when I was younger <laughs> there were parts of the Pakistani community that I was or culture that I was just like man this is just long why do we do this this is nonsense but actually now as time has kind of as I've now come out of that there are so many more things that I just think I really appreciate that actually I didn't appreciate it mm. before but I actually really appreciate this I wish I could have it you know when you don't have it <laughs> like you tend to appreciate it. So is there anything like for you Anna that that you kind of like yeah this is I mean, I know you still very much, are, mm-hmm. your, your culture is very much intact, but has it made you appreciate it even more? Yes. Um, being in, a, in, a, in, a, in an interracial marriage has definitely made me think about the positives of, of the community yeah. that I come from. Um, and actually community is the key word. You know, we are so community-based. Unfortunately, mm. we had a um a death um in our family um a, a few weeks ago mm. and you know just seeing the way everyone pitched in together mm. you know every day that family had people around coming with food mm. helping you know just taking ownership of various mm. aspects yeah. of the funeral everything else and you know that that kind of mindset of actually we're in this together um the way they they sew into each other's future generations i love that yeah i absolutely love that um and i think that you know we we, we've all been burned by the negative and the ugly side (laughs) of of that that group mentality Mm. um but there are some really beautiful things Mm. about the community i love as I said earlier, I will say it again. I love a good sari. Um, <laughs> and I, I love the food. You just need an occasion. That's it. To go to. I uh, barely. I don't even need that. I will stay at home. Sometimes I do like catwalk shows in my own home. For yourself. Like, Pop a DJ. For, my, for, for myself. For myself. Who else? Yeah, exactly. Um, um, so, so yeah. And, and, mm. I, and I think that... 
um I, I think I think there is a slight thing of you have to seek the opportunities to yeah. to embrace your culture, whereas actually mm. maybe and again who knows what it would have been like, but actually certainly for me I don't know whether I would have just defaulted to actually I will always have those opportunities, so I never mm. I, I don't hold onto it yeah. strongly. Yeah. Mm. Um, but but I certainly see the um, the yeah the beauty of it hundred mm. percent. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You it's funny you say that. I think now. Well, not now, but there was a point in my life where I, and this is actually before Sina, I was actually quite embarrassed to be Pakistani. Mm. Mm. Um, and maybe there was, maybe it relates back to um, how growing up, it was more so you had to be a certain color, um, complexion, size, etc., And that, because you didn't fit into that stereotype, you know, this fit into that criteria, you felt like you you were quite of low standard. So for a long, long time, I felt really embarrassed. Mm. Um, and I think it wasn't really, that wasn't broken until I'd gone to university. And it wasn't, or it was it wasn't until I met Sai where he like really embraced an Af- African heritage, and it was really beautiful to see mm. it. Mm, mm. And I found that really inspiring. And that was like the moment where seeing that made me like, hold on. I want to love my culture and it kind of almost by 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 default kind of made me feel more appreciative of my own mm. and it just made me feel like I've actually got nothing to be embarrassed of yeah. so it's, it made me more so start to embrace it yeah um but b- before I got there it was quite a journey to be honest with you um yeah. and yeah, I think now that I'm married to Sina, I said it before, like cooking has been really important mm. to me. Um, I love trying new recipes. And it and it's now given me all that nostalgia of growing up. Of yeah. My mum used to cook in. It's mm. funny because I'm now teaching myself. And it feels like quite an achievement yeah. that now yeah, yeah. I'm actually yeah. cooking it. And it tastes... <laughs> really good it tastes great <laughs> I love it I love eating this food yeah. and my yeah. husband loves it too um oh. and yeah and I think just touching touching on the fact that I speak in Punjabi yeah like those are all the, and before I remember like if I was like when I was at university I was on campus um and it was based in um away from my family home and I would speak my grand my granddad at the time when he was alive he'd call me my mum would call me and every time I'd speak Punjabi I'd be really quiet because I didn't want to be heard. Mm-hmm. I was too ashamed. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I, I speak openly yeah. and it's not right. an issue. Yeah. But yeah, all those things just made me feel like I needed to hide, but I don't at all. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, but to conclude, yeah. I had nothing to be ashamed of. It took me a while to get yeah. there. I love my barf. Just as you love your saris, I love my jar- I love my barfis, my jalebis, my samosas. <laughs> Go for it. Why yeah. not? Yeah, Why sorry. Not? I, I'm probably going to end up being the size of a house soon. But that's okay. That's anyway, right. that's you're right. eating for two. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 but that's that's I think that that's a really good like concluding point actually because sorry from, from Riz obviously mm. I'm not so here um, because. I think that that's something that I've I've really come to realise. Being second generation immigrant, then going into an an interracial mm. marriage and having 
you know, to deal with the way in which people have perceived that is realising that your cultural identity mm. is not up for debate. Yeah. It's yeah. not up for auction. It's not for other people yeah. to project onto you. It's for yours. It's you. It's for you to own mm. and for t- and to stand proud of it. Mm. And mm. that's something that I would want to pass on to, yeah. Uh, yeah. On to our children. Definitely. You come from, you know, these two heritages. They are yeah. beautiful heritages. Yeah. You have access to them mm. for how, however much you want. Mm. Um, and and just re- I think also just realizing not everything is black and white. Yeah, mm. you know I think that we, particularly with this, the the decisions that we've made and the way that we've been perceived by our respective communities, mm. is people are very quick to just put you on a, in a box yeah. and put you, yeah. and give you a label just by way by the way in which they understand the world mm. and just realize and as you say it's like actually you have nothing to be ashamed of mm. and. Definitely. what what better can you can you do for your children yeah mm. as in in the, in the area of culture yeah mm. no I, I yeah I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself I think for me as as like I say like as you kind of get older you start to really appreciate the, the things that you've come from and the things that mm. you've learned mm. um and you want to share that because they were good for you and I think uh, for me in as much as I don't have the the amount um nor the direct contact uh, I think it's all about kind of for me is looking back at things and and seeing what I do have and trying to enhance them in whichever way that I can um and what's great is that we've built a community here yeah. which is amazing um and that definitely forms part of kind of what our children will see and this will be a normal kind of visual representation of aunts and uncles that are all kind of mixed yeah. and I think for me this is why what we're doing here no, I, I thank God that I met all of you guys because mm. we've built our own kind of community. But also when we look at it in terms of like this podcast and the YouTube stuff that we're doing, um, I think it's a really key thing because I think it is about kind of what are we doing to change things that aren't right? Mm. And, you know, the way that we can do this is through having these types of conversations um, and opening it up. It's mm. not I don't think it's I don't think it's the antidote to everything, but I think it's definitely a start. Mm. Um, yeah, and I'm really pleased that we're able to kind of have that, and I'm pleased that that our children will have mm. access to this. Mm. Yeah, um, and that is pretty amazing in itself. Super cool. So, Love so that. yeah, high five, high five, high five, high five. Well, thanks very much, guys. I've had a really, it's been a really nice girl talk, actually. Yeah. So I like this girl takeover. Exactly. Um, So look, I hope you you enjoyed the content today and, you know, do the whole like, share and subscribe thing. Not the best at advertising it. I'm sure there'll be a bell somewhere here. Here, there, anywhere. Not doing Sam Proud, seriously. That's just him. That's his his game. Just basically subscribe. Please (laughs) like it. Yeah. Um, And follow us on all kind of um, uh, Instagram and and, and YouTube and, and all other social media platforms um and yeah share share your feedback we'd love to hear um kind of your thoughts around this as well um it's really great to, for us to get feedback so yeah um thanks very much guys it's been a pleasure thanks guys Bye. Thank